Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. It appears that many of you have discovered that you have assassins lurking around your relationships. So today we're going to discuss ways to counterattack and send these assassins into the shadows. Welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Monica Johnson. Every week on this show, I'll help you face life challenges with evidence-based approaches, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. In today's episode, I'm going to review with you the antidotes for the communication assassins that I introduced in last week's episode. This will give you a general idea of how to start to reduce the impact of these communication errors on your relationships. If you haven't listened to the episode on the four communication assassins, now's the time to do so. There's a link in the description of this episode, or just scroll back a bit in your podcast app. Last week, I introduced criticism, an assassin that attacks the whole person and can be damaging to the relationship because it's judgmental and often quite mean. Note that a complaint is different because it focuses on the behavior and your experience of that behavior. The counterattack is called the gentle startup, which involves complaint without judgment or blame. I'm sure you've heard about using I statements, and these come in handy here. As a reminder, when you use you statements, it can feel like a punch in the gut each time. For example, you don't care about me, you're so lazy, or you're worthless at this, I can't count on you for anything. While I used an I statement in the last example, it actually has the effect of driving the criticism deeper and is not the correct use of I statements. This is kind of like the spelling rule of I before E except after C, except for when I statements are used after you statements during criticisms. It's all wrong. You instead want to describe the problem and express your need using I statements. An I statement can be literal or it can be implied. You can feel the I statement in the dialogue because I statement utilization requires the user to take ownership of their observations and responses without judgment. For instance, let's say your roommate isn't taking out the trash when it's their turn. If you said the statement, you're worthless at this, I can't count on you for anything. That's obviously a criticism. Another way you could say this where the I is obvious is, I notice that you haven't taken out the trash for the last four weeks. When this happens, I get really frustrated. Can we sit down and figure out a better solution? Another way to say it where the I statement is implied is, when it's your turn and you don't take out the trash, I get really frustrated. Can we please talk about this? Again, 
The important part is to remove the blame and judgment from the statement by sticking to the facts and your experience of those facts. You also want to express what you need to the person. Don't assume that it will be obvious to them. While I know we may have an urge to be judgmental or feel that you statements are justified, what I can tell you is that it rarely leads to mutually beneficial and benevolent outcomes. Let's move on to defensiveness. Giving defensiveness the boot requires taking responsibility. Defensiveness is usually a tactic to deflect responsibility, but what it really does is add more ire to the fire. Taking responsibility for the part that you play in a conflict is like putting a lid on a candle. There may be a little lingering smoke to contend with, but you likely won't have to worry about your entire house burning down. In terms of the previous example, the roommate could state, you're right, I haven't been staying on top of my household chores. It would actually be helpful for us to talk and plan together as I'd like to do better. That type of response leaves the door open to work as a team and tackle problems as a unit. Do you see how that's more helpful than saying, well, what's the big deal? You do it if it bothers you so much. Oftentimes, we think about increasing intimacy in a relationship through fun activities and physical affection. But you can also increase intimacy and closeness in a relationship by communicating effectively and working through hard issues together. Don't let the defensiveness assassin put a wedge between you and your relationships. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Contempt can feel like death by a thousand cuts. The sarcasm, the name-calling, and hurtful body language, like eye-rolling or exasperated sighs, all create tiny wounds that eventually take out the intended victim and bring down the whole relationship with them. In order to combat contempt, you must begin to build a culture of appreciation and respect within the relationship. It is important to remember that all humans inherently have value and that value imparts a need for respect. When we love someone, but respect is not a part of that love, it feels the same as a backhanded compliment, but worse. How many of us have spent years in therapy because we've had to deal with early relationships where the person loved us, but didn't have the capacity to express that properly? 
Don't repeat those cycles. So you may ask, what does a culture of appreciation and respect look like? Thank you for asking. The same way your words can hurt, they can heal. Let's say you live with a partner who struggles with depression and they have been very stressed with work lately. This has led to them being distracted and withdrawn in social interactions with you. A contemptuous statement would be, what's wrong with you? I'm trying to talk to you and you don't even bother to listen. You're so selfish. A statement that denotes appreciation and respect might be, I know you've been depressed and stressed lately, but when we are together, can we both try to be present for this period of time? I'd really appreciate that. And if you need to take a time out because your energy is depleted at any point, let me know. Lastly, let's talk stonewalling. This is the assassin that shuts down all communication. As I mentioned last week, many people engage in stonewalling because they become psychologically overwhelmed. The counterattack for this is physiological self-soothing. When we are overwhelmed, we get triggered into our fight or flight responses. And it's important that we know how to respond when our meter is pushed into the red. Last week, I told you that instead of tapping out, you should take a timeout. And that's really true. Research shows that as little as half an hour away from an argument or problem led to arousal coming down and people were able to come back and discuss the topic in a much more calm fashion. I would also suggest listening to my episode on three tips to reduce emotional overwhelm, link in the episode description. And in next week's episode, I'll introduce a new skill that helps with reducing high arousal emotions. Which counterattack do you want to practice? Let me know on Instagram at KindMindPsych. You can also reach out to me via my email at psychologist at quickanddirtytips.com or leave a voicemail at 929-256-2191. The Savvy Psychologist is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. And our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. And our intern is Cameron Lacey. Follow Savvy Psychologist on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all for this episode of Savvy Psychologist. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.